0: You've returned from overseas with some devastating news. I have. Before I left, we recorded an episode where we were talking about how hot it was here. And Mm -hmm. I lamented whether they had ice creams in sort of, you know, the chest freezer type thing in a 7 Eleven in America because I couldn't recall seeing them. So, an Aussie institution. Yeah. Went to New York. Mm -hmm. First thing I did was find a 7 Eleven because I'm dedicated to this podcast. All right. This is not a game for me. This is serious business. I appreciate that. So I uh, yeah wandered into a Seven Eleven and went Nah, there's no there's no streets paddle pop chest freezer here. There's no bubalo bills to be found. What? Uh, and cu- I couldn't what I couldn't find like a, a, a bubalo Sam. Nope. Uh. Nada. So I was pretty disappointed. So I went to a few more 7-Elevens just to be sure. Mm. But yeah, not a Calippo in sight. Jesus. No I wonder I. their economy's ruined. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like that's a really good name for a book about something. Not a Calippo in sight. <laughs> The Justin Taylor travel blog. Bam. What do they put in the middle of the floor? Nothing really. Because Weird. there's not enough space. They're they're much sort of tighter, wow, that, constrained yeah. sort of spaces, although with a lot more crispy creams and uh what are those sandwiches called? Rubens. Yeah. I had a Reuben. So, so ironically good. much less open rooms, bigger
1: people. Yeah. 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 When I was in New York, I spent the whole time looking at the steam coming out of the sewer, just <laughs> thinking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> just the whole time, I just was. I expected them to come up and be like, "Cowabunga, give me some pizza," because uh, I always had
0: a huge pizza in my hand. That'll be ruined for you in November. Don't worry.
1: Oh, sorry, Michael Bay. Sorry. where is his ugly head again. He does.
0: Oh, I'm not going to rant about him this week, though. I am.
1: Oh, are you? <laughs> There's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> That's right. So look, I know that we
0: said a couple of episodes ago we'd give Michael Bay a rest. And oh, we will. Did we say that exactly or did we just say that I would give Michael Bay a rest? Yeah, exactly. I don't think we're breaking our rules here. Technicality,
1: asterisks, you're fine. I'm jump tag. I'm in.
0: Right? Yeah, I dig it. So Streaks, our podcast, we'll do whatever the fuck we want. That's right. If you don't like it, go and eat at the blue and white cafe. <laughs> I was at home. I can't remember which day it
1: was because this happens a lot. Yep. Where I'm at home in sort of a floor-based position, mm-hmm. watching the TV, wearing scrubs or no? No, I was well. wearing conventional stupid pants. Get with the program. Yep. Transformers Three. Is it Dark Side of the Moon or something? Yeah. Or Dark of Yeah Yeah something. The dark it, part of my heart. It should have been called. <laughs> I turn on the TV and the film's on and I'm like, oh, it's that one. And I never, like I watched the first one and Mm -hmm. was immediately like, nah, not for me. And then the second one was just disastrous. So, I never got around to watching the third That's polite. Yeah. But I watched it in this sort of (laughs) nether realm movie space where it was sort of on in the background and I had the volume at a level where I could sort of figure out what was going on, but I didn't really feel like I needed it. I think there was a guy from the moon who was some kind of Spock robot who came back <laughs> and he was like good, but then he was evil. And Megatron was there, but he was like a shanty town. Yeah. And uh, didn't really seem to do much. Uh, and I, 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 look, I have no idea. And I don't think it was because of the environment. I think it was the film. Yep. But the one specific thing that stuck in my head, which I wanted to complain about, is that you and I have discussed that Transformers is like an emotional part of our Absolutely. childhood, which, Absolutely. you know, on our heads be it. Yep, ladies. If you're not interested in two dudes who have openly discussed crying about Optimus Prime's demise, <laughs> it's too late for you and I. Anyway, yeah, I get mad at the films because they're like army, guest starring Transformers. Yes, and the, all the characters are human there who get the spotlight. The Transformers are just supporting alien characters. Mm. Um, and a weird artifact of that is that it is enormously violent. Yeah. for... Like the Transformer characters Oh yeah, yeah Given that I'm watching it and going These are my beloved childhood heroes Like a lot of them just get fucking decapitated Towards the end of Transformers 3 It's pretty brutal And they just get like stabbed through the existence And just And like they delight in it Like in the first one where you could tell all their excitement Was in watching them transform really slowly And going like Look at what we can do with our computers And blah, blah, blah now all the excitement is reserved for the granular detail we can show you. This guy get eviscerated while bits of his metal sternum fall onto the ground and then his head gets chopped. I think that probably works if you've just watched the movies and you're like, these are just miscellaneous robot, yeah, robot something. K-Stars. But when I'm watching it, yeah, these are sort of heroic characters. They're just fucking dead, man. Like super dead. <laughs> And they're also huge murderers Like Optimus Prime just does like a weird 80s like power slide Through an entire battalion of miscellaneous Decepticons From the dark side of the moon And just yep. swirling swords and just cutting people down I'm like that's not very nice
0: It's not Optimus Prime Yeah It's not cool who he is So I just, I'd, I don't think I'd watch it again Zero stars Zero stars Yeah, fair enough Yeah You know who else watched that movie and, and pretty much had no idea? Who? Michael Bay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. But look, I'm
1: sorry. if you if we watch the Super Bowl trailer for the next one, oh. at least we know it'll be
0: exactly the same
1: except Optimus Prime for some reason is riding, riding a dinosaur. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm pretty sad about this. Because that's how it works. Did I post the Super Bowl trailer on our Facebook page? I believe so. Yeah. Why would I even give that publicity? What's wrong with me? Because of your Jekyll and Hyde fascination for Michael Bay. You know what it was? I would have still been a bit jet-lagged and also probably pretty hot because of the lack of calippos that I would have had <laughs> while yeah. I was overseas. Your so. Aussie levels were dangerously low. Absolutely. i tell you what got my Aussie levels peaking while I was overseas, though. Yes. I was actually... Inter what do you call it when you're overseas? Sounds weird, you know, when you go to another state and you call it being interstate. Yeah, it, is it inter country or intercon- Interseas. intercontinental? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I know that intercontinental's is a word, but why can't it just be overseas? It just sounds silly. You are over a number of
1: seas from well, where I am. One, yeah, that's an ocean, yeah. How do you know there
0: aren't a couple of little, say, inland seas? Why isn't it called Over
1: Oceans? I don't know, man.
0: Globalisation? Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, I was uh, was actually intercontinental for. uh, (laughs) I was in New York. There, we'll do that. Yeah. I was in New York for Australia Day. And so I went out to the local Australia Day celebration at the Australian Hotel in New York. Yep. Full of Aussie expats, a couple of tourists like myself there. And a bunch of Americans who were just like, we dig Aussies, because mm-hmm. Aussies are awesome. And I'm like, I oh, know, I am one. Bought myself an Australian flag t-shirt at the airport. Solid. Got to have this. Got to to represent Oz. Good. I see. Hoping once again that someone would mistake me for Hugh Jackman, which <laughs> probably not going to happen. Although it has happened before. Uh, really? I, well, I was look, just to sidetrack from this story, I was, in, I was in Anaheim for a conference and yeah. with some, some guys from work and we've rolled into the bar and I've stepped up to the bar and said to the guys, oh, look, I'll get the first round of beers and I'm sure people listening to this can hear that I've got a fairly not stereotypical Australian accent but I definitely sound a bit Aussie sometimes. Yeah, fully sick. And uh, so, yeah, I've said that and this woman's turned around and gone, are you from Australia? And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I am. And she goes, oh, my God. I turned around, it was just like Hugh Jackman was standing right next to me. <laughs> and I went, Yeah, look, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Hugh Jackman. Uh, sure, why not? And I, I said, man. Hi, I'm I'm Justin. And she said, Hi, I'm Randy. Randy by name, Randy by nature. Wow. Um, to me, I didn't think that was something that would be said in reality. <laughs> me neither. That's but incredible. So, you know, I just wanted to be mistaken for Hugh Jackman again.
1: Look, it makes sense, man. It's, you got to chase the dragon on that one. Absolutely. My brief stint in America was the only time that my I haven't, I haven't been continuously paid out for sounding like a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> I was there with Eileen and everyone was like, so where did you meet her when she came over to America? I'm like, no, I've <laughs> i never been here. <laughs>
0: I don't know what it is. Maybe too much Sesame Street as a kid or something. Could be. I was at the Australian. I'm wearing my Australian flag shirt. Mm-hmm. Introduced myself to a couple of random people there. And then this camera's come around and sort of filmed us. And we're, oh, yeah, Australia's awesome. Having a beer. Woo. It's cool. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. All that sort of thing. Thinking that it's just some primer piece or something. Miscellaneous
1: local pervert.
0: Yeah. Get back to Australia. Although that was a fairly high-tech camera <laughs> for some miscellaneous local pervert. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're intercontinental <laughs> Anything can happen I get back to Australia And start getting all these messages Oh man You were rocking it on Channel 9 News On Australia Day <laughs> And I was like I wasn't even in the country So it wasn't me It must have just been Hugh Jackman Looking like me Or something like <laughs> that I get that all the time Because I am the white Hugh Jackman Yeah um, <laughs> Huge by name, huge by nature. I'm glad you went with the first name and not the last (laughs) name with the name and nature then, because that could have been awkward. But uh, yeah, so I was part of Channel 9's TV coverage of what's happening for Australia Day around the world. The spotlight is inescapable for a man such as yourself. I've finally gotten a bit of a taste of how you must feel (laughs) with your constant uh, constant Q&A tweeting and just the fame that comes along with that. Well, for international
1: listeners, Q&A is a, a weekly program on the national broadcaster ABC, which has just a panel of people talking about the week's events, and they get people from the audience and the, the I don't know, the universe to submit questions, and they need to frankly answer them theoretically, but there's yeah. politicians on the panel, so they usually just weasel out of it in a really aggravating way. I'll tell you what we're not going to
0: do, and that's answer the question, because <laughs> that's what the last government did. Yeah. <laughs> And so they have the live tweet stream, which I think we've even mentioned on the show before you'd, uh, you'd yeah, have a couple I've had, on there.
1: I've had a two spot in the past. Yeah. I've had
0: two tweets appear. So there's always tweets
1: appearing down the bottom of the screen. Yep. And then this the first episode of the year came back and I got my triple spot up on the TV. And I assume now that there's some kind of check in the mail. with there like There has a, to be
0: some sort of prize for a, for a TriQuanda such as yourself. Yeah, man. It has to be.
1: At least a t-shirt that has like hashtag TriQuanda. Yeah That's gonna. I'm going to make that
0: a thing Um Nah Just lost it No, nah, look that's fine Just had a brain moment That just went Mouth Nah, <laughs> well, nah. look, It's been a while for Nothing's us Nothing's coming out of that I'm I am rusty. now
1: Preoccupied with the idea of Because now that I've just said Hugh Jackman out loud Did you play Mega Man As a kid? Yes uh, As a kid man I played it about three <laughs> weeks ago At <laughs> Nintendo night Oh man I'm so jelly Um Yeah Jackman <laughs> There should be a Mega Man villain called Jackman. And what does he do? Well, there's two options (laughs) to my mind. (laughs) One of them is just sort of jackhammers you into submission. Yeah. And the other one is that he just furiously masturbates.
0: (laughs) But Given the genre. That's interesting because they're actually both different to the two options that I had in my mind. (laughs) What did you have for Jackman? Well, I had one is that he could jack up a car and then drop it on your head. That's pretty good. Uh, But you could just dodge that anyway. Go on. And two was just some sort of uh, violent... Um, am, I, am I allowed to say anything I want on this show? Yeah I was just going to say death by some sort of violent anal sex
1: <laughs> is, that, is that a, is we that a phrase that for that?
0: Are we leaving that in? I don't know, man Because it actually segues really well into uh, something else that I wanted to talk to you about Well, then that's a concern in itself <laughs> <laughs> what if he just did
1: a Like super I'm thinking of My Kitchen Rules at the moment Which I'm <laughs> obsessed with And I apologise yeah. But what if he just did A really offensive Jack Nicholson impression Over and over again That would Like just turned around With sunglasses on And was like Hey I'm Jack Nicholson Party animal And the Joker Yeah He could shoot you With that huge
0: gun That would work Oh And be a wolf why not? And then other things that he did. When I was when I went to Midtown Comics, I, I hate to get Jack reading. Nicholson there. He wasn't. Was Jack Black there? No. Also was Nicole there. Kidman there? No. She was. Was Jack Nicholson's son there?
1: <laughs> i made a <of> material. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank God for that. I thought the day would never come. They had a figurine of the Joker uh, from 1989's Batman with that big long pistol that he pulls out right at the end as the the Batman's yeah. bearing down and he just pulls it out and just shoots the Batwing out of the air, which that always kind of bothered me a little bit because I'm like, Batman's got this huge, unconventionally shaped armoured plane. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson's Joker's basically shot it out of the air with one shot of what I can only assume is, is about a 38 calibre yeah. pistol. It, it's unremarkable. It doesn't seem clear. right. The barrel that would probably explode. Yeah. There's a really cool article, and we'll post this on the Facebook wall after the show. It's one of those cracked lists. Yep. And it talks about what happens to a character when you sort of find out their origin. Mm. One of them is the Joker in the Dark Knight, and they talk about how he's so obviously ex-military and yet it's never really been mentioned, and then they point out all the little clues in the video. Oh, interesting. And, you know, possibly that's where the scars come from, and that's why he's crazy, because he's suffering from PTSD. Mm -hmm. And they sort of back it up with a lot of evidence, and that was the most interesting of the five, although... (laughs) Just looping back to the violent butt sex thing. Yeah, one of the other pieces is they talk about a song that was cut out of Disney's The Lion King, which again is a topic that we've. I discussed honestly have no
1: idea where you're going before,
0: with <laughs> uh, Where they basically reckon that in the original script for the Lion King, it's implied that. Scar rapes Nala And that's why she's out Looking for food and whatnot And that's how she comes across The adult Simba And there's basically A song in there Which is Scar celebrating The fact that he's going To sexually assault her And they decided That it was too messed up For kids I am violently in support Of their decision Yeah But I, it really drives home the the premise of the article, which is when you sort of introduce these origin stories, mm. it sort of changes the way you look at the character a bit. I've got to go back and watch Dark Knight so I can see what I think about uh, the military Joker. Well, do you remember when you found out that Boba Time's Fett was, was
1: once a pointless child who just sort yeah. of hung out?
0: That yeah. made him much more interesting, mm. I thought. Yeah, I was. Look, I, to be honest, at that point I was kind of distracted by... Uh, the politics of the Galactic <laughs> Senate and how interesting uh, yeah, a trade blockade was to me. I love a good blockade, don't we all?
1: Yeah. If only we'd seen the true granular origin of that blockade. Yeah, that would have
0: been pretty. That would have been amazing. So, what is the what is the evidence What's for him w- for Joker to be a military well, guy? Well, he's got the scars. Yeah, uh, he makes a couple of military references at okay. one point. Uh, he talks about when he, when he's talking about when things go to plan. And Mm -hmm. he says about, you know, a truckload of soldiers being killed. So they point to that sort of specific example. But probably the most compelling one is that he's got a really thorough working knowledge of a bunch of explosive stuff, which you've got to get. And you find most terrorists that are like that have had some sort of military training. Mm -hmm. And he's really bloody accurate firing a rocket launcher from a moving vehicle. (laughs) Which I don't know if you've ever fired a rocket launcher, but goes everywhere. I'm led to believe that it's it's not an easy thing to, to aim properly, even with extensive training. So
1: I once fired one of those giant Dirty Harry magnums. Yeah, and uh, it did, was a disaster. Did you feel
0: like more of a man?
1: No, I didn't. I felt like a terrified sort of jellyfish creature <laughs> as it sort of shot kicked up into the air. I, I wasn't a fan. I'm not a gun guy. Right. You keep bringing up anal sex. Yeah. So, what's that all about? So, here we go.
0: Good good intro. (laughs) Put me out of my misery. So, uh, it it came to my attention this week. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That in some certain Latin American countries, when boys come of age, to prepare them for the act of losing their virginity and whatnot, uh, one of the things that happens, and this is, I should point out, this is sort of a bit rural. Uh, in nature. It's not you're probably not gonna in go nature. to the You're probably not gonna go to the city and see this. But yeah. uh, the parents take them out and they have sex with donkeys. <laughs> not only does it help right. apparently prepare them for the oncoming onslaught of women who I can only assume are just queuing up to get at a man yeah. who's had sex with a donkey, but they also believe that it helps stretch the, the penis and make, make these boys well endowed. From the cool. donkey, from the donkey sex, I, I didn't believe it. I asked another Latin American friend of mine, and he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that that's a thing." And then there's a video documentary about it, which I watched in bed on Sunday morning, and <laughs> just didn't really feel the need to get out of bed and go out into the world yeah. after seeing this. I just I'm just gonna lie here and weep mm. for humanity and for what whatever the humanity equivalent for donkey donkeyanity don Kennedy don <laughs> I think that's part of the problem Yeah Your story Your reaction was Unpredictably <laughs> Measured and calm When I said that. I was expecting you to yeah, Sort of flip out I shut a bit down pretty hard You just <laughs> I can't believe you're taking I did not take it as well as you've You've I, taken um, it Which may not be the best choice of words Sorry Everybody But <laughs> well, it was only
1: Because you told that initial thing Like so I found out this The only bit I wanted you to elaborate on at all Was the where the hell did you hear this thing Hmm I don't need to really know any more of the mechanics of the, like, well, son, it's uh,
0: it's time to do it with a donkey. Yeah. So, I want to, here's here's my dilemma. <laughs> here's one of my many dilemmas. Yeah. Is given that we've talked about this. Yes. And we do that thing where. Nope. The, the nope.
1: Nah, shut it down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the week that we publish the show, we do the thing where we post links to a whole bunch of stuff that we've talked about. Yep. I kind of want to post the the documentary video where they interview these kids who mm-hmm. some of them as young as 11 years old talking about just how they have sex with donkeys all the time and it's awesome. So wait. Yeah. Who make who made this documentary? Oh, I don't know, some American film crew. But it's a uh, You don't actually see graphic donkey sex in it. Well, I'm quite happy to hear that because that's illegal to show in a video.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the issue. Here.
1: <laughs> Was it an enjoyable documentary?
0: No, well, Did it uncover the issue sufficiently in your brain? <sighs> no, I can't actually get my brain around this. I yeah. don't think there's any documentary you could make. I don't think David Attenborough and Michael Moore could get together and make yeah. a documentary that would make me possibly able to get my head around and, and understand and accept it's that this goes rough. on in the world. Uh, but the little boys love it. They're like, yeah, it's awesome. Go, and the, and the, one of the kids goes into a bit of detail about his like his whole, what his moves are. <laughs> you just, you don't know what to say. I've shut down. I knew entirely. it. Entirely. Wow.
1: There's I was
0: expecting you to fly off the handle no, and I've
1: actually silenced you. Because it all happened in a, it was like an exploding sun that becomes, that collapses into a black hole. Yeah. I was so upset that I've just, just died I don't know so. what to do with it.
0: <laughs> So, I don't know whether to post the documentary link to the donkey sex thing on our Facebook wall or not. Well,
1: if the documentary is not explicit, no. like if you're not going to put up a 40-second clip of just a dude smashing <laughs> a donkey,
0: just a donkey,
1: then I can support it. Okay. I have a similar thing. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> in terms of the, the similarity is in me watching a documentary, which is ill-advised. It's not about you. It is not about any kind of donkey Tapping anything. Tapping some ass. No. Uh, it's about Chappelle Corby. <laughs> Which again, not related to the donkey she, anything She is a bit of an ass though um, Yeah, so I, like all of Australia Have been captivated I haven't been By so. the saga of Chappelle Corby. I'm not Australian But I've been captivated in a specific way which I've been obsessed with the work of this group that I've discovered called The People for Chappelle Corby and The Expendable Project, who is this army of people who are like... Is it Sylvester Stallone's special group of militia called The Expendables? No, it isn't, but it's very similar. Would it be better if it was? It would be. Cool. Because in all the mainstream coverage of the Chappelle Corby thing, there's these references to a group of people who scour the internet for any reference of Chappelle Corby's guilt Yeah And then just troll the living shit Out of everybody who says it Right So they're sort of like Aggressively trying to prove That she's innocent Just by spewing hate Into all other arguments mm, Where have I
0: heard that before? Oh, everywhere on the internet yeah. Yes
1: <laughs> 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 That stuff is fascinating to me The way that like Internet culture interfaces With the real world Or the IRLs Or whatever Yep But These people really have mobilized specifically to hate other people, it seems, uh, in the defense of their sort of patron saint of Mm. nothingness. But they produced this documentary called, uh, I can't remember, Expendable, I think. Yeah. And it's two hours, and I watched it all. Two hours? Yep. God. Uh, And I was like, I'll watch it for a laugh, and it was a laugh. Who directed this thing?
0: Peter Jackson?
1: Uh, The answer, I can assure you, is no one did. (laughs) So it must be a Michael Bay film. Exactly. It's super amateur, which is not a problem. Like, yeah. I, like if you were fighting this sort of fight against the system, then of course you're not going to have a budget. But they've got like pictures of prime ministers and stuff, fire red with like a spinning picture of Chappelle Corby's face behind bars in between it and stuff to sort of prove points. Wow. And it's all like disaster music. And uh, they just—they basically allege that she is in prison because of a conspiracy that stretches all the way from Bali back to the Australian government and the AFP and everyone who's ever been born. Um, And it's fascinating to watch because it's that sort of false flag stuff that always happens where people go, the American government did 9-11 to try to start a war to get more oil. Mm. And you're like, I'm a psycho. Like, I'm a sci-fi, nerdy
0: psychopath, right? Mm. Of course. Not arguing with any of that.
1: Of course, I want to believe that the world is a clockwork machine that I can understand and there's some shadowy figure smoking a cigar made of baby hairs or something (laughs) who's like, and now my circuitous plan is complete. Like, I want everything to be quantifiable that way and to be part of some great narrative. But it's not. You can't tell me that the entire American government complex has it in them to do that. They're just not going to be able to pull it off, man. It's not going to happen. She's always the same. Even if you believe that she was framed, Mm. A, why bother? B, it's just too bloody hard. They're not going to do it. And no one's – someone would have talked by now. Someone would have left their bloody iPhone 5 prototype on the photocopier (laughs) at work or something. Like, this stuff just cannot be that well put together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they just pull
0: together all these random stuff. Like, is this is this video on is this on YouTube or something?
1: It is. So so we can post it on the wall. And that's why I thought about it when you were talking about all the dun- donkey ass you were saying. Yeah. Is because <laughs> you didn't want to post that for a good reason, which is you don't want
0: your personal brand associated, with, linked forever you, with I'll donkey ass. I tell you what I don't in. want from social media. Yeah. Is I don't want to get an email that says. Somebody has given you plus K on Clout for donkey sex. Yeah, because at one point, (laughs) and and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt your story, but at one point I had posted this tweet about child abuse, right? And this had been retweeted by a bunch of people. Yep, Uh, it was one of the more successful tweets I had, and this is in my old. I shut down my Twitter account at some point and lost all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for those of you that don't know what Clout is, what do you live in a cave? (laughs) <laughs> now, clout's basically a thing that you plug into your social media and it, it tracks what you're supposedly influential about yeah so if you were building a personal brand around a particular topic you'd sort of try to increase your clout score and then other people can come along and say stephan is an expert on it
1: basically turns like all things in my life it allows me to turn social media into another time-wasting video game yes. where i'm just questing for a score yeah.
0: So, this ch- child abuse tweet sort of yep. went, went off enough that Clout then recognised that I was influential about child abuse. <laughs> um, and so, out of context, just like
1: JT yep. is influential on computing software, yep. sales. Yep. Uh, Transformers the movie. Yep. Child abuse. Pretty much. That's incredible.
0: Uh, And I'd finally managed to push it down because I was was so worried about it. I'd managed to build up clout scores and other things so the child abuse thing dropped at the bottom. And I don't know if you remember this. Push that abuse right down. You then tweeted something... Yep. About child abuse oh, really? And tagged me in it And I can't remember what the tweet was yep. And then bang, straight back up JT, child <laughs> abuse expert No one knows more about child abuse than my friend Tag, JT <laughs> uh, I'll have to go and dig up that tweet but That is uh, an unlikely series of it events It was, and I actually thought at the time That you were trolling me <laughs> I wish man, that's an incredible move <laughs> But anyway, I don't want my personal brand associated with donkey sex. Well,
1: because I want to, sh- because I wanted to just put it at least on my Facebook to say, "Hey, everyone, watch this. It's bloody hilarious." Yeah. Um, but given that I found this group because their reputation for uh, harassing people who. Counter their opinions is so vast that it's even penetrated like the mainstream media. Mm. I don't know if it's a good idea to put it on the level 30 page and be like, Lo, what? Look at this dumbness.
0: Go, 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 go. Yeah, I don't know. Is there such a thing as bad publicity? If we just got all these people, if we suddenly yeah. wake up tomorrow and the level 30 Facebook page has got, we we'll get an email, uh, you've got nine million likes this week, and yeah. it's just people hating on us.
1: Are they going to take the I time to press like, though? <laughs> of course they, <laughs> they are. Just come in to be like, Of course like. they
0: are. Because they're going to listen that? to it and they're going to be like, not only do we think that the Chappelle Corby thing is a conspiracy, but these guys are spot on. Michael Bay does make shit <laughs> movies.
1: <laughs> but they're going to look back at They're going to go, oh man, these people have popped up on our like weird radar, radar Hater. as putting this up. Let's find out who, the, what's a level 30? Let's find out. What's their previous post? Donkey sex? I don't <laughs>
0: understand. <laughs> Actually, you're right. That's probably not going to end well for anybody, is it? I
1: mean, we're definitely doing it now though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We kind of have to. Just to we? see what
1: happens. We should put something in the middle, like a picture of a cat high fiving Batman, just to cleanse the palate. I- I've got nothing else, man. I think we're well, I good, just, dude. <laughs> I think we pulled off. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> I just. <laughs> I you just have nothing am. to apologize for. I just am. And I just, I don't know. I feel like I've got to bring something else to the party. I oh, I know what I was going to tell you about. What? Been learning a bit of Spanish. Yeah. Right. Because, like I said, I've got all these Latin American friends, and mm-hmm. rather than constantly quiz them about donkey sex, I thought I've got to take advantage of, of having these people in my life and learn another language because I've never been motivated enough to sit down and do a class or read yeah. a book or whatever. So I'm like, what if I just find people that speak it mm-hmm. and then get them to teach me conversational stuff? And uh, Gepardo is Latin American for Wolverine, and that's what he's called in the X Men comics. Really? That's amazing. One of my first Spanish lessons was about a bunch of pop culture stuff, and so we started talking about what all the X Men are called in the Latin American prints of comics, which mm. was kind of cool. Except for the fact that Wolverine's really the only cool one; like the others are like Cyclopsy. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> St- they're not. They're not really. They're not uh, going to change the world or anything. That interesting, yeah. But uh, my other phrase that I learned is uh, "Me amo J T. Me encante el monstruo comic agujetas." My name is JT. Yes. I have a castle made of comic
1: rockets. No.
0: My okay. name is JT. I love Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in, in the Latin American version of Sesame Street, which yep. is called uh, Plaza Sesame or something like that, mm-hmm. um, Cookie Monster, whose name is actually Lucas, I found out. In, in the Latin America He's Lucas the cookie monster Really? Uh, yeah So monstro is monster The the other word that I said Which I keep forgetting Because it's so long Comigajetas Is hmm. cookie eating Or eating cookies The monster that eats cookies um. And his name's Lucas So I thought that was a really kind of I thought if I'm going to learn a language I don't just want to learn the whole Oh hello My name is Justin I live in Melbourne I am A boy Where do I get fries and poop in? Yeah <laughs> Pretty much. So I wanted something cool that I could have as my opening phrase when I go to people, oh, well, I speak a little bit of Spanish. Yeah. And then I can just roll out, my name is JT, and I love Cookie Monster because I do love Cookie Monster. He's a character I can get behind. He's the wonderful. man eats cookies.
1: Look, I mean, cookies are
0: definitely a sometimes food. No, but not, when you eat no. them, you enjoy so them you all the time. You take your new age Sesame Street and jam it because I'm, I'm all about old Cookie Monster. I don't, and here's what I reckon, and I, I've got to take another trip to confirm this. Yeah. I'm coming up with stuff for us to talk about that involves me going overseas and saying, oh, I'm doing it for the podcast. Guys yeah. yeah I figured that oh, out I man. gotta go to <laughs> Is it that transparent Yeah I wonder if they have Calipos in Brazil I wonder if Yeah Everywhere that speaks Spanish Likes comics <laughs> <laughs> But I wanna go there Because I suspect That Lucas The cookie eating monster Has not taken this Bullshit Soft ass approach That Sesame Street In America And Australia Has taken to the Oh cookies are a sometimes food Yeah My gut feel is is that in a continent where some people find it acceptable to have sex with a donkey, that cookies are acceptable as a... I don't know if a, we want to use the donkey thing as the, the as pervading a defining thing, for, thing. My Colombian friend who told me this story is very upset that I'm now using that to characterise all of Colombia, basically. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't want to be like... She's pretty offended by it, which I, I, I kind of get.
1: Yeah. You no. wouldn't be
0: like, oh, Australia. It's that place where immigrants get chucked in the bin. Yeah. Although that's probably more accurate for defining this nation at the moment than the donkey sex thing is. Exactly. Like so if we throw a stone into their donkey thing, our glass nation will shatter into knives. Yeah. I was thinking that before when you said about these people mobilizing for the purpose of hate. And I was like, isn't that the Liberal Party? <laughs> 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 Zing. But uh, see, I'm politically relevant. I might not be a tri Doesn't exactly. mean I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But I'm I'm keen to see if because I just I think well, the maybe U- they don't have the same pervasive obesity epidemic that the well, Western world has. Yeah, probably not. But I, I just find the, that the whole US. Oh, we've got to go overly politically, and we've got to make sure that the kids know that cookies are a sometimes food. You and I grew up watching Cookie Monster. Yeah, in when he was in his hole, I just eat cookies and nothing else. Totally did. Didn't face. even stop for breaks. No, he ate, he once ate the moon because <laughs> it looked like a cookie. Yeah, which I envied. Do you live solely on a diet of cookies? I don't. Right. But have you ever tried to eat the moon?
1: No, I haven't. Right. Point proved. I don't know, man. There's logistical challenges. <laughs> I think if you came to me tomorrow, I was like, "Figure out a way you could
0: eat the moon if you want. It's legit. It's a cookie. I think about it. Yeah. Because my role model did it. But. <laughs> <laughs> this is Not the same thing with, man. oh, we can't have Oscar the Grouch living in a garbage can because kids will live in a garbage can. I never lived in a garbage can. <laughs> I watched <laughs> Oscar the Grouch. That's true. Yeah. I never became an enormous bird either. No. <laughs> uh, they had this fantastic bust of... Not a bust. A f- <laughs> full size... <laughs> they had a f- Are you done? <laughs>
1: <had a> Fuck it. <laughs> you were talking about a fantastic bust?
0: That's got to be the Easter egg,
1: surely